We can go on a spooky girls time. An axe murder house. Beliska axe murders. We can do that and we can go to New Orleans too. Dun dun. Do extra spooky stuff. I hear plans. Yeah. It's our year. Yes. It's gotta be. One of them has to be. It's gotta be, bro. We are owed a year. The love of God. Holy shit, man. Wes's birthday, we'll put a nice little cap on the end of it and then we'll move on. Yes. That's it. Bye. It'll be nice. See you later. Yeah. I'll end this year at Bank Clavern one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yes. Girl. I saw your mom and I was like, we did this. We put this hurricane on. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's the curse I know. And I was like, and I was like, as long as the wedding nothing happens, we'll be fine. I was like, I swear to God, if an ice storm comes, I'm setting the place on fire. And it's like, oh, why would you even start with that? Now it's gonna happen. And I was like, this is not the time. No, it's not the time. Honestly, bro, I don't think it's going to. I have this like perpetual like feeling in my brain that fall is gonna last until like November, and then it's just gonna be like baby winter until February. That is my. I hmm. love that. For that's us. my that's my feeling, because it's been so fucking hot. It's miserable. And God. it's still, normally it starts cooling down by now, especially at night, and it's not. Yeah. I just fair. can't see it switching that quick. It's been so sticky. Fucking yeah. Hard. To be fair, didn't we have snow in June or something this year? It was something like that. I think it was yeah. April. I just feel like. Yeah, Europe, April, May. Yeah. But I mean, it, like, it did, like, uh, yeah, I remember, because I think it did, like, uh, stick on the ground for a little bit, but then obviously it got so hot yeah. that it melted away by the time yeah. you walked back outside. <laughs> What's a video? Because I was like, this cannot be real. Wasn't like, it, yep. Wasn't it April? Maybe it was April. I think it was April and like it had been raining for a while and then all of a sudden like it got really cold and then it like snapped. Yep. And then it was like, just and then it got hot again. again. Yeah. It was, I Warm. swear to God, by the time, I swear, by the time we're like old, I bet the seasons like fucking change. Like it's going to be yeah. summer in fucking November. Mm-hmm. They're already kind of changing. They're already pushed back. Wow, I, feel I feel so like. old. It's getting hotter and hotter every year. Are you recording this? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> back in well, my day, <laughs> summer was summer and fall was fall. Oh, well, and Ida was nowhere near New Orleans. Yeah, we're, we're mm-hmm. a little sad. Yeah. We're going to make hopefully, it work. Yeah. And hopefully everyone there is safe. Okay. Yes. Major, major prayers for yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, because I will still be getting married regardless of where this batch trip happens, but they still have to live. Yeah, so, guys. Yeah. Our girl was supposed to go to New Orleans for her bachelorette this weekend, this coming weekend. So we're recording these in the future. Yeah. So yeah. We still could have gone, maybe. <laughs> regardless, yes. Sarah has a great bachelorette weekend, no matter where she is, preferably yeah. New Orleans. But anywhere she goes. Thank you. Why do I see so many $1 bills in my future? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, wanted, I screamed just like you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So we have major, major vi- good vibes. Yeah. Vibes, We're vibes, speaking vibes. it out into the universe. Yes. And one, th- okay. So <laughs> speaking of that, uh, I talked to my friend Haley, we all know Haley, yeah. uh, today, just to like catch up with her. And it was so funny because I had mentioned to her last time we talked that I was kind of starting like Baywatch. And I was like, girl, there is a lot of stuff going on. Like the drama is crazy. The like the Baywatch? Yeah. Oh, like the shit. first episode, Where I was like, it? Hulu, it's all on Hulu. All the seasons. Ah! But okay, but just letting you know, it might be coming off soon because Haley was like, I had to tell you this. I was like, what? And she was like, uh, 
was obviously David Hasselhoff is in it. Yeah. And she said she saw a recent like trailer or something uh, for another, I guess, I don't know, another like streaming service. And he was in like his like bathing suit, the zipper down or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, he is too old to be doing that. <laughs> Hasselhoff has no age. <laughs> okay. I mean, back in the day, I mean, super attractive. Not going to lie. Yeah. Dude, ever since running he, into the waves. Ever since he was on that fucking move, SpongeBob movie, it's been oh not... the pectoral. Muscle yeah, and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, like ah, fucking hate that. Oh, I thought or, it was so cool. I was like, <laughs> next, David, me next. Yeah. Ugh. So I don't know what I was putting out in the universe, but I apologize to Haley because it wasn't that. It's <laughs> like yeah, sorry, can you that speak happened. More positivity, yeah, please. Really, less yeah. Hasselhoff. I know. <laughs> less Hasselhoff. <laughs> you are hassling this off. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, yeah, like Sarah said, we're recording this a little bit in advance, going back to our ahead of schedule so that we can make sure we give our editor-in-chief time to edit each episode for your lovely uh, ear holes to listen to. Mm-hmm. Thank and, you, Wes. Uh, yeah, so, Aaron, you have the game? I you, do have the oh, game. Oh, wait, the game. this is Mr. Sunrise. I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. Hey. And yes, indeedy, I have the game. Woo! Give me one second. Again, guys, if you have game suggestions, please email or DM us. I need help. Thank you. These other two are showing me. I don't like what she's doing (laughs) with her hands. (laughs) I wanted it to be more like fun. Because, you know, you always have those like games or that like guess what guess the amount in like the little basket or whatever. (laughs) So I was thinking I was going to get like a cute little thing of candy. And then I also kind of realized like, oh, it's my game. And I didn't really feel like going to get candy. So I was like, guess how many pasta shells are in the little container. So Megan already counted. Okay. That's what Megan was doing when you came up from Oh, I kept hearing trip like tri- like yeah. the, the pasta like dropping into the container. Yeah. I'm like, what is she doing? And she's like, nothing. Was so, she like an abacus up there? Yeah. <laughs> no, she was just putting it in a normal little bowl. But uh, yeah, so you can kind of... You know, feel it, look around, get your guesses going, and then I will text Megan for the final number. This lid is quite heavy. Mm. Ooh, that's gonna that's gonna throw off my calculations. Oh yeah. Can I use my phone? Yeah. For math. Yes. For math purposes. <laughs> All right. So if I can see with my eyes, twenty. I have my guess. No, I can't see 20. I have my guess. You have your guess? Yeah. 76 pieces of pasta shells. Wow. Okay. 76. Felt I'm going to say... Use my druidic focus. I'm going to go... Or are we not supposed to say it out loud? No, we have to. I mean, we have to. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'll say 84. What if it is the episode number? That'd be funny. Wow. I'm going to say 84. I'm guessing 120. Wow. Okay. Dokey. Because I always guess under. And let me see. I can't remember. Go, go, go. Who for? I can only do this so long. Watch the internet go out so she can't get a message from Megan. I hope that's just a random little fluke. Yeah. 
So it looks like mine's fine now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think I overguessed. This container is not that big. I don't know. Because shells can go inside the other shells. True. True, true, true. They're sneaky little bitches. Megan's just making me wait. Whoa. Okay. Ready? Ready. Yeah. The number is... 191. Whoa! <laughs> so, yeah, I was not expecting that many. I still understand. That's a lot of pasta. Yeah, so. That's a lot of pasta. That's a lot of pasta. He's a lot of pasta. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I, I had to have the hands with I'm sorry. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, Morgan will go first then. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then me. And then Sarah. I'll bring up the rear. Oh, I'm kind of scared. Sarah says she has no paper notes for us for hers. I'm, I'm so, she has to go last then. I'm yeah, pumped. It's no paper trail. No paper trail. I'm scared. Quit. Why are you staring? Like, when you look at me like that, when there's no, it's like, it's like you want there to be like, I have a secret, but instead it's like, there's no emotion. I'm just scaring you. That's what I hear. Okay. It's a trauma response. <laughs> So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, it's, I, honestly, I ended the last episode. So starting yeah. this one off with yeah. my Disney Spookies Part 2 is cool to me. So um, I will just start it off. So today we are kicking it off with the Tower of Terror. Ooh, yes. Um, DisneyWorldEnthusiast.com states... Walt Disney watched 156 episodes of The Twilight Zone for inspiration. Oh my gosh. Because it, technically the ride is called The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like that's what he told his wife when he like wouldn't come to dinner because yeah. he just wanted Cheetos I, I, and Twilight Zone? Yeah. I, I gotta watch Binging my show. Binging The Twilight Zone. Show, honey. <laughs> um, it is the tallest attraction in the park. And is said to be home to a ghostly bellhop. This was my favorite Disney movie as a kid. Well, like not cartoon ones, but like the Disney Channel original movies. This was cool. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. That was a movie? God damn it. Sarah, what? I don't know. Uh, well, well, let me check. I did really like this right Like though. a Disney Channel original movie? Let's watch a Disney yeah. Channel movie. Oh. They're trying to help this um, elevator full of ghosts get to the top floor for their party. <gasps> I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. <gasps> no way. I this never... must be one of those that they never play ever again. I was going to say, I've you know? never fucking heard of that. Wait, can I see the picture? You can say this little girl doesn't give you any vibes? No. All right. Put it on the list for this holiday. All right. Okay. Yeah. We'll I think, watch it. Yeah. I'm it's... pretty sure I've seen it. That sounds so <gasps> familiar. my batch. Okay. 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 That and Hocus Pocus in Practical Magic. Boom. Done. Done. Tower of Terror. Cool, cool, cool. I hope well, this is cool as I remember. We'll watch it first. Thank you. <laughs> um, back to that Disney. Yeah. Yes. Back to the Disney. So, um, again, if from last time, I have the notes from my own research and from the lovely Shelby, our Ooh. listener and pal. Um, I have to open those back up because I accidentally swiped out of my Google Docs. All right. Um. Uh, so, again, I will read what the ride description from Shelby. Again, its official name is the Twilight Zone of Terror. Um, again, kind of too long, so people just say Tower of Terror. We always uh, like to shorten things. Yeah, we do. We do. Mm -hmm. uh, the ride gives off an incredibly spooky vibe. Uh, and then she said something not nice about me, so I'm going to skip over it and called me a wussy, but something that rhymes with that. And, because <laughs> I 
don't ride it, but it's because I get sick. So <sighs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what word could it be? Hmm. Anyway, the attraction t- <laughs> the attraction takes you on a quote elevator ride that results in multiple thirteen story drops. Uh, fun fact: the ride is programmed to drop in random sequences. Therefore, every time you ride, it is different. That's uh, so cool for the, <laughs> for the sequence and amount of drops. Wow, that is yeah. super cool. Yeah, so. I do remember riding that one, and it, I was so scared to I ride it. I loved this one. Oh, this is my I favorite. I was so scared to ride it. I was so scared because they, they the bit like getting onto the actual ride. It takes a long time. Yeah, they have, yeah, like, it's a intro process. Thing in the beginning, yeah, right? Yeah, they take you to that room where like the walls grow, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. See, I was a very young kid, and I mm-hmm. remember this. So that whole time, I'm like pissing myself. I'm like, holy shit! The ride was terrifying, but it was like afterwards, I was like, I did that, man. It was pretty cool. Um, the amount of excitement in your eyes. <laughs> I did it. But the crazy part is, is you they put you in this elevator car and you're sitting down, and it they you, they make you feel like you're going up, and then like they make you feel like you're going down a path, but really you're not moving at all. Like your your cart's just moving back and forth, but there's like lasers around you to make it look like you're like weaving cool. in between. Yeah, stuff. it's wild because my dad's okay? like you know we're not really moving right now right and i was like mm-hmm. what what <laughs> mind so, blown yeah, yeah really though um uh, da, da, da. i'll just go ahead and start with this uh i did ask shelby what from the rides the ones i talked about in the previous episode versus this one um and she said personally uh my absolute favorite ride out of all of the parks is tower of terror I love it for so many reasons. First of all, the outside of the attraction is truly stunning. It really makes you think the building is extremely old because it looks cracked and run down. Also, at nighttime, the lights in the neon sign flicker and one is even out. The queue is also an integral part of the ride. It absolutely feels like you were entering a rundown hotel. The the lobby is full of cobwebs and dust. To add to the feel of that, the cast members are... um, are a little snarky and dare I say it sinister oh. <laughs> before actually riding the ride. You're put into a library room to watch a short film. It's the best. Um, and then it says Hollywood 1939. The video is set on an old school TV. Finally, the ride itself is a thrill. The cast members make you feel like you're about to ride an elevator and never return. Once you board the elevator seated, of course, Disney sets up a scene for you. As I said earlier, you experience a sequence of drops. At the very top, you see an incredible view of Hollywood Studios. After the ride, you can view your picture and exit through the gift shop. I can't even tell you how many times I've I've rode this ride. For Joey and I's last trip to Walt Disney World, we waited over an hour due to no fast passes. Thanks, COVID. And it was a thousand, <laughs> and it was a thousand percent worth the wait. Okay. So, um. Like I mentioned previously, uh, apparently there this ride is home to a ghostly bellhop, um, and Shelby has mentioned it too, and I, you know, it's in my notes as well. But um, cast members refer to anyone who works at Disney parks, janitors to princess ride op- operators, pr- to janitors to princesses to ride operators. They're all cast members. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know what that meant, um, so. A cast member supposedly died on loading platform D or Delta. They all have, it's like. Or death. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Found out D what for the- death. <laughs> I mean, they really call it Delta, but platform D sounds a little scarier when you. Sorry, yeah, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and his spirit is apparently s- stuck around the tower. Uh, com states the quote, attraction would shut down or freeze. Lights would go, <clears throat> excuse me, lights would go on and off at times. A figure has been seen where guests enter the ride and also supposedly on the ride itself. And I do have an image. Oh, the images. And there's a video apparently as well. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's the picture. Ew. So oh, every night creepy. the... Um, cast members have to ride each because I guess there's four tracks. Yeah. So all of them, it's said that there's normally whoever they close with. So everyone, one will ride A, one will ride B, one will ride C, and then they all ride D together because that's how scared of it they are that they'll get stuck. It's basically they all ride it at the end of the day to like make sure it's running properly. Yeah, before they leave. Oh my gosh. So as you can (laughs) see, there's potentially one person in this ride and he may or may not be really alone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep. It's a lot. Um, Moving on to my next place, there are lots of opinions on the It's a Small World ride. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the worst. But one legend states, in 1999, the ride had to be evacuated and for an undisclosed reason, a ride goer happened to snap a few pictures of the of the ride while leaving just okay. like around the like trying to waste the film i guess i don't know why you would do that but whatever <laughs> apparently outside there were like cop cars and an ambulance and all this stuff but no one really knew what happened um hmm. until they got the images developed and they saw a quote person hanging from the ceiling this paired with the stories of the animatronics moving around at night this ride for sure is still creepy. So I also yeah. <laughs> have a, have the image of what they say is a person. There's lots of different, like some people say it's a cast member. Some people say it's a kid. From the image, it looks like a kid, but it also does not look real. Okay. Uh, it looks yeah. like an animatronic. Like if, if someone was truly hanging, like hate to be graphic, but this is what one of the sites, again, I'll have on my sources listed, but... Mm. Why yes. are his like the 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 figure who's hanging there? Their arms are straight and up, yeah, and their feet are flat, like they're not pointed, yeah. Like there's like it looks like a doll. Like their almost. muscles are tight. Like that doesn't yeah. look like a person. That does look unless like a... they're floating up. This is like how I imagine like a witch would like use gravity. Okay. <laughs> it kind of does. No, look that's like... what I'm thinking too. That's way like yeah, like they're not like slumped well, at all. Like Iron Man. Like when you, yes, yeah, hundred like percent. When you're when you're relaxed. Like your shoulders drop. Yeah, if and you were hanging, you would expect like a, the gravity of your body being pulled back. Yes, that's the article reference gravity, like a lot. And in the picture, like you, it does, it does not look like their feet are pointed, like they're flat. Yeah, like it looks like they're tensing their legs on purpose, like they could just land f- flat on their feet. That's they, a demon doll right there, dude. Mm-hmm. It, right, it was a very. It's overall really creepy. Um, so, uh, to describe the ride. Uh, it is a quaint, gentle boat ride through various scenery that includes audio animatronic dolls representing many different countries. The song is extremely catchy, or annoying, depending mm-hmm. on your preference. <laughs> um, and 
I asked again, the question was like, which ride was the best and which was the worst? <laughs> she says, my least favorite ride from, <clears throat> from the above listed would be It's a Small World. And I don't even dislike it. I think it's, it's a cute ride and, of course, a classic. I'm putting it as my least favorite because the song is entirely too repetitive and every time I visit Walt Disney World, the line is extremely long. Not worth the wait if you've ridden it once or twice, personally speaking. So, okay. Oh, wow. Again, she's, like, so peppy about it. Yeah. It's yeah. Disney. It's her, her home. Yes. But, yeah. So. There's something for everybody. <laughs> yes. And then my final topic is the man himself. Walt Disney. Uh, The big one about Disney is his final resting place slash destination. Lots of rumors about Walt include that he is either buried in Magic Kingdom or that he has been cryogenically frozen and is either away from the park or kept underground Yes. At the park. Yes. I like in a secret <laughs> I hope it's two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Austin Cryogen- Powers cryogenically frozen next to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's I mean, and like the the legends and myths of whatever you want to call it about Walt go like they say his head is cryogenically frozen. Oh yeah, yeah, not, yeah. And all this like crazy stuff. And so I did again, I asked Shelby because it is a pretty popular, like, mm-hmm, I've heard of that one, you know, like <laughs> Disney. Yeah. If that's an option at my death time, just know I'm into it. Okay. Good to know. Thank you for, thank you for telling me. The possibility I can talk again one day. Hell, just keep my head. I don't care about the rest. I feel like that'd be so constricting. <laughs> um, I talk too much with my hands. It's probably better for everyone if I do not have limbs. Just <laughs> let me just, yes, <laughs> flip the page. Mm-hmm. Would someone like wheel you around? Would you? Maybe the technology by then you could move with your mind. They will get to it. That'd be oh, cool. Okay. There's oh, an episode oh. of a, I listened to a podcast called The Truth. And it's just like short little stories that are not real. It's oh. called The Truth. Like, yeah, I was like, but. But it's, it's, it's kind of like a play in a podcast. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. And one of them was like. A, a guy had been I don't I don't know I don't think it was cryogenically frozen but his brain they kept his brain and yeah. so he's alive mm-hmm. and then like he's just been by himself for a long time and like quote unquote watches aka gets like messages of his old family like videos and that's all he watches all the time oh was this black mirror yeah it sounds dude. like black mirror yeah. and then but all of a sudden then uh, then he like finally met someone like a girl and he was like had to choose between going back to being frozen or like being with her like it was just super weird so it sounds like a fever dream are you okay yeah i'll find it i will find it real it's real (laughs) (laughs) oh and then okay from shelby i also do not believe any of the myths about walt disney's body being hidden in a freezer totally not true i feel like disney family i feel like the disney family respects walt and would never do him like that Boo, Shelby. That's yeah, the least boo. fun option. <laughs> I want to be respected and also cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. Those do not have to be separate statements. But I'm sorry to burst everyone's conspiracy-loving brain, no. but Walt is buried in Glendale, California. So they say. He was mm-hmm. cremated and then buried there. That's Who really saw you know? him being you put, know? you know, under there? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, I f- at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Um, I did find a little bit of another snippet on Walt lore. Um, so during like the building and construction of the park, he wanted a very like small place that he could always stay if he wanted to stay the night. So they built him like a 500 square foot apartment above like. Okay. I can't remember exactly where, where they said it was, but um, it's basically like where he can stay. Yeah, so, maybe like a storefront or something? Yes, and it's like upstairs. So, as a tribute to Walt, a light is always left on in his apartment's front window, so you can see it from the street. But according to legend, that, that wasn't always the case. It's said that one day, a cast member looking after the apartment tried to turn the light off before leaving. However, when she came back later, the light had turned on again. On again. According to one version, she actually left the building, noticed the light on upstairs, went back to turn it off, and went back downstairs, noticed it on again, went back up and unplugged the lamp, only to find it, you guessed it, on again when she went back downstairs. The last uh, the last time she was up there to deal with the light, it is said that she heard a voice, maybe Waltz, saying, I'm still here. The light in the window has reported be, reportedly been left on ever since. Mm. yeah so a little spooky a little chilly chilly. um and then um wanted to end on just a cheery ghouly fact different articles say different numbers but uh again a fun fun question mark fact is it is reported that anywhere from 41 to 50 plus guests or staff have died on disney Wow. So it hurts a small <laughs> So yeah. Um and then the only final thing I have from Miss Shelby is I did ask her, have you ever felt spooked at Walt Disney World? If so, when and why? And she said, I have never ever felt spooked at Walt <laughs> Disney World. Disney prides itself on customer service and making sure all its guests are satisfied with the experience. Walt Disney World is an incredibly clean and is incredibly clean and filled with friendly, helpful cast members. Um, Are they paying her? <laughs> right? Like, she did say in parentheses, for the record, I do not agree with this statement for Disneyland Paris, but that's an entirely different story. Oh. <laughs> so. Are you sponsored by Disney? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can tell us. Live yeah. life like she is. So if you, if you ever have the pleasure of being in her home, you'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> they like have their guest room is just disney it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. it's beautiful that's so fun. it's beautiful so that's all i have for round two of spooky disney all round right two. very cool yeah thank you yeah you guys ready for no, mine i'm scared bum, bum, bum. Yes, this yes, one's yes. this one's interesting okay i'm worried about both of you i'm not I'm you stuck. should be <laughs> wait do we are you guys doing something together oh no Hot not at all and dangerous <laughs> that makes me nervous sarah's also standing so i'm gonna stand no my oh. um my lower back sorry feeling weird. yeah i think it's because i was talking about like whenever you feel yourself meditating like feel and then i started twitching around and then i realized uh-huh. something was not something was not right mm-hmm. i just want to make sure they can hear you yeah as i just yeah. wiggle around like a lady who just got legs i feel weird that i'm okay ariel now. chill out Okay, chill. <laughs> so as of the day we are recording, meeting up, talk to each other. This uh, happened just this month, and oh! it's still technically unfolding. 
but um, <laughs> I wanted to cover it because it's just a wild ride. Okay. So strap in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the river theme there. Yeah. Should I, should I, uh, so should I maybe say uh, the family that Shelby is a part of, aka her and her husband Joey, should uh, really like this episode? Oh. Maybe? Maybe. Which one is it's this case? Oh. Wait, which one? Did I tell you about this one? Uh, you sent something to me. Yeah, with the girl with the car. Yeah. Okay, we Joey found this. Oh, okay. Joey Perfect. found <laughs> this and told me about oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, now All I remember. All right, Joey, yes. get ready. Woo, woo, okay. Woo. Everyone, get, everyone get ready. It's There's a lot. Okay. Okay, I can't wait to be told about this. Thank you, God. I'm so excited. <laughs> There's a lot more to it than I thought, so here we go. Okay. On the evening of August 4th in... Good old St. Louis, Missouri. Hope you can find me. <laughs> a man walked outside his South City home to discover a woman wearing a mask, and it's just like mask we have to wear now, okay. COVID mask, uh, getting into his SUV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. The man, who has remained anonymous, approached the woman, and the entire time, of course, he has his phone camera on, he's taking video, as you do in this day and age. Yeah. When he questions the woman about what the heck she's doing, she claims that her car is broken down and her friend told her she could borrow his car. But obviously she made a mistake. She has the wrong car and she's just going to be on her merry way and, you know, get out of their hair. What if she missed out fire? Like, oh, <laughs> this is your car. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what a little mishap. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, so that's basically what she's trying to do. Uh, strategy, <laughs> mm-hmm. The man is not having it. Uh, and before she can leave, he basically tells her to, like, remove her mask. She complied, and he was able to capture some footage of her face before she ended up walking away. And you would think that would be the end of it. Yeah. Police would be called. Yeah. But the woman ended up leaving her cell phone behind. Bingo bongo, mm-hmm. dumbass. <laughs> the man was able to get into her Facebook account and learns that the woman he had just encountered was 35-year-old Elizabeth Cook. He starts posting the video he took of the car theft attempt to her page, <laughs> and then he starts like updating and adding things to her profile here and there for funsies. All the petty fun you could have. Oh, yeah. So he updated her job, which read start a new job at stealing. And and then he added, like, car thief onto the end of her name. And he also changed, like, the pronunciation of her name on her page. So then it said Elizabeth Car Thief. (laughs) Oh, no. Like how you would read it. Oh, I have a picture to show you, by the way. This is this is how it looks like. I'm saying it. But All you can the fun find this he picture. must have had, though. Like, yeah. You, know what? you want to talk about mothers? <laughs> and then he yes. changed like the background picture too. So like <gasps> that's what he did. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I steal cars. Oh. I see. Oh yeah, I steal cars. <laughs> okay. So again, very petty, but he's having some fun. I mean, she was trying to steal your car. So. Oh yeah, I'd be mad. Um. And then he goes through her Facebook Messenger, and he's reading, like, numerous messages where she's talking about, like, drugs and other thefts she had committed. So he goes ahead and he posts all of, like, these incriminating ones to her page as well. Damn. The posts quickly get people's attention, and soon the story goes viral from... (laughs) 
the news clips I watched, it seems like there were people who thought this was an internet prank or like a fake video going around social media, which definitely like seemed like it at first. I was like, I can see why people would think that like it's all kind of a setup. What are the odds you catch... And speak to the person trying to steal your car. Yeah. And then their Butterfingers leaves their phone yeah. and their belongings. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. That, that's what was getting me. So I was like, maybe this is a whole, yeah. like, just fake thing. Uh, but according to KMOV News, St. Louis police arrived at the man's house to get a report. And they stated that a phone there was confiscated. Um, however, before the phone was taken by officers, the anonymous man saved as much of the information on it as he could. He is not done, this woman. No. One of the things he saved was a video dated Friday, January 1st, 2021. In this video, Cook talked about how a week earlier she had met a 61-year-old man named Bobby Phillips, who she said had been arrested for murder at the age of 17, and he had spent 43 years moving from like prison to prison. Uh, in this video, it's just like herself talking to the camera about him, and it's very odd. So I will link the video I found in the show notes, and I'm actually going to show you guys the video. Okay. Um, the person who had the phone, so again, he posted everything on like Facebook or was posting stuff on Facebook. Well, uh, Elizabeth Cook's Facebook got locked, so then he made a YouTube channel. Yeah, Whoa. so you can find like multiple, I'll go into that like very briefly. You can find multiple videos on this YouTube van, uh, channel. It's just her name, Elizabeth Cook. Uh, and the one I will show you, this is crazy. It is crazy. So the video, I'm going to show you just like a little blip of it because okay. it contains like a couple other things. Yeah. Um, but the particular part of the video we are watching starts at timestamp 2:42, and then it ends at like 7:07. But it's wild, and I just want to get like your thoughts on it. It's just interesting. Let me see if I can pull it up. Come on now. Yeah, I will mute it. Okay. So watch it and then come back. <laughs> What? So thoughts on that from what you've seen? Okay. That like five-ish minute clip. Like she sounds, like at first you're like, girl, what are you doing? And then you're like, oh wow, she's like telling a story. And then she like starts to stutter or like can't say something or like speaks incorrectly. And you're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Spitball questions. Who is this video for? Why is it being made? Is this a real story? Is he lying to her? Did she make it up? Is this man real at all? Who is this? So I'll get into that. I will say the two main theories, uh, some that I mainly just read off the comments. But one I was thinking of as well um, is that she's just practicing, getting her story down, practicing, like answering questions. You know what I mean? Like coming up with a, here's how I met and this is his life. And again, I don't know. Um, The second one uh, is that she was, this was one person's comment. I didn't put the person down. She was just messing around. Oh, 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 oh. I thought maybe it was like she was getting ready to like add TikTok videos or something. No. And I'm not even making a joke. Like I thought, no. like, this is my testimony. Because mm-hmm. people do that. Like mm-hmm. I've been digging through blah, blah, blah and found blah, blah, blah. Or they, or they do the like, this, like they like do like, the like pause videos where they're like, this uh, trigger warning, like when you were younger and yeah. this happened. And then it's like, Tell the story, tell the story. So then they make like a whole like thread about like yes. what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Her Those eyes are very look strange. Crazy. Yeah. Very somber well, very, tone. Yeah, very somber tone, like looking away from the camera, like she was thinking of what she was going to either say next or whatever. She talked very slow. Mm-hmm. Like way slow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought math was supposed to make you like, Sarah, I don't know. That's good that we don't know. 
That's fair. Yeah. Very fair. No, very <laughs> That fair. was just one person's comment. Okay. But yeah, it's definitely odd, very strange. Um, pictures of Phillips's social security card, his ID, and his birth certificate were also found on her phone. Okay, now I'm getting it. KMOV did search for information regarding Phillips, and they learned that he was from Peoria, Illinois, and he did have a criminal record, but not for murder. He had been convicted on charges of burglary and unlawful use of a firearm. One of Phillips's daughters also commented on the video and said that her father didn't have this traumatic childhood that Cook had spoken of. She also told KMOV that her dad was a thief. So she was like, that definitely he did that, uh, but he wasn't a murderer. Hmm. She said that everything Cook had said in the video was a lie. Well, it sounds too big to be true. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like yeah. he solved all these, he became a lawyer and learned how to read and write in prison cases? and then solved 80 yeah. cases. No. Yeah. You're telling me that would never been wrote about? Like someone yeah. caught Thank on you. to that. Made Thank a movie you. out of it. Yeah. 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 We're literally, this is America. Like we love a rags to riches story and that would be spot on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, uh, here's a real quick uh, kicker and little quiz. That's what I was about to say. Okay. Do you guys remember when the video was taken? When I said it was taken? January 1st, 2021. Yes. Bobby Phillips died on January 1st, 2021. Coincidence. (laughs) I think not. Yeah. Ew. Doyle Murphy reported for the Riverfront Times that uh, Phillips was unresponsive at a house on Kensington Avenue in North St. Louis, located like close to like Del Mar, Fountain Park area. Paramedics arrived at the scene and were getting ready to resuscitate him after they detected a faint pulse when Cook stepped in and said that Phillips had given her power of attorney and she had the documents to prove it. After showing them Phillips' signature on the documents, Cook said he did not wish to be resuscitated. <gasps> The medic's hands were tied, and they had to stop administering CPR. And Phillips died a few moments later. So, this video was taken after this happened. Yeah, it was like two o'clock. Two o'clock, I think. Like weirder that she was speaking so. No. To me, like he was this. I would be more freaked out if it was right before. Well, true. That would show well, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. preemptive whatever. But I mean, in general, just like it's all the same day, regardless. It's yeah, because mm-hmm. to me, the somber tone, her looking around, confused. Is she trying to do like a eulogy? I have no like idea. Like a remembrance for this great man. I don't know. It doesn't mention it, but it's still weird. So I'm what assuming that's why fuck? this anonymous man posted this. <laughs> Yeah, can you... Oh, he got a treasure trove. Oh, my God. No, there are so many comments being like, you're amazing. Like, <laughs> this is great. Okay. Oh, it, there's so many things on this channel. Um, so at 10 a.m., two officers approached the house and questioned Cook about the incident. According to her, she had spoken to Phillips in the morning, and when she had walked upstairs, she heard a loud thud that had come from the kitchen. When she went to investigate, she found Phillips on the floor. When she noticed he was unresponsive, she then called 911. Officer Sean uh, Sean Martini wrote in his incident report that Cook handed over the documents she had presented to the medics, and there was a section that indicated Phillips didn't want to be revived. He couldn't help but think the timing was odd, though, since the document had been signed on December 30th, just (gasps) two days before. (laughs) (laughs) What the 
Oh my you god. really had a quick turnaround there, didn't ya? Mm-hmm. Dude, this bitch is crazy. If we're gonna give Miss Cook the benefit of the doubt, maybe he knew his health was failing. Because a lot of people do say at the end, you know you're at the end. Like, you do feel like yeah. this is not going Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, what about this part, though? Uh, interestingly, Phillips's will had also been changed that same day, and he had named Cook as his sole beneficiary. You... Still think so? <laughs> yes, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Fresh. If she really did give him, you know, the heat and curtain and whatever... That could mean a lot to someone who just had the rug of COVID pulled out from under them after saving all those cases. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, all those, all those no. cases. Oh, oh, okay. No, it's looking pretty bleak. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, okay. Making sure. Making sure. I think yeah. I just had a small aneurysm. <laughs> so in the uh, video I showed you, uh, Cook briefly mentioned Eco Village. So mm-hmm. the house this occurred in was partially an Airbnb run by the nonprofit Eco Village SDL, which helps provide like temporary housing, meals, and other essentials to those in need. And I went on their website, and this is the uh, their mission statement they posted on there. We aim to provide a safe place for community members to sleep or live, whether it be travelers, those in crisis, activists needing housing to continue working in the movement, or a street musician needing a couch to crash on for a few weeks. We have an open door and open arms. We love everyone. Welcome home. Very cool. Yeah. Love so that. that's, yeah, oh, really cool. That's what they do. Sweet. The Riverfront Times reported that Cook was a quote-unquote nightmare guest who had booked the Airbnb for three weeks, but had extended her stay for several months. (laughs) 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 Community organizer Yvonne Jazzberry described Cook's behavior as um, extremely odd. She was known to um, dumpster dive and Cook had told Jazz that her business was fixing up the broken items she found in order to resell them. According. That's not the weirdest thing I've heard. No, but all of it together. Yeah. (laughs) No, she's making a, she's making an eye of a situation. Mm -hmm. According to (laughs) Brian Kroll's Riverfront Times piece, Cook was still living in the Airbnb around Christmas time when Phillips and another man who went by JR began to crash at the Kensington home with help from the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Jazz told Kroll that she believed Phillips's death was suspicious. Cook had told her um, apparently that Phillips had collapsed after knocking on her door and entering her room. However, Cook didn't appear phased at all by his death. Of course not. Yeah. Okay. Police initially believed Phillips's death was accidental, and they contacted the uh, Michael Funeral Home to have the body picked up. Two employees from the funeral home arrived at the scene and contacted the owner, Calvin Whitaker, regarding the unusual situation they walked into. Uh, to them, it didn't appear that Phillips had just uh, died accidentally, and they believed some drug use was going on in the home. Who was using, though, they weren't entirely sure. Now, I will mention that, like, I read an stltoday.com article that stated the funeral employees said they actually spotted um, Cook and another person doing drugs, but that's the only article where I've read that. So okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go with, like, the other, the first, yeah. the first option yeah. okay. over that one. Um, according to police, though, they apparently hadn't spotted any signs of drug use uh, during the hour that they had been in the home. Hmm. Okay. 
The funeral home employees also thought it was odd that the medical examiner wasn't picking up the body first. Jazz made uh, similar comments to Ryan Kroll and said that EMS's reasoning behind not taking Phillips's body was due to COVID protocols. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, is that is that a thing? I have no idea. I think there are probably some protocols in place, but yeah. I'm not sure what. Once the body arrived at the funeral home, Cook entered the building with another man, and she demanded that Phillips's body be cremated, stating that she had power of attorney. <laughs> And Whitaker was like, yeah, that's not how power of attorney works, hon. <laughs> um, has anyone ever, like, described to her how to be discreet? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. Mm-mm. That may not be in her vocabulary. She is literally like a marching band with red flags coming in the store. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I have power of attorney. <laughs> and, it got, and it was done the day before he died. Oh, See, yeah. not even the same day. One yeah. day. One mm-hmm. day. I've been practicing. Look at my phone. I made videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew how to be power attorney. I, I, I did. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, so yeah, Whitaker told her, like, yeah, the guy's dead. You don't have power attorney anymore. And since she was, <laughs> well, that's how it works. I know, but yeah. just like, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, nope. Boom, that's done. Since she was unable to get the necessary documents needed for a death certificate, uh, nothing could be done. On Monday, so a couple days passed, Whitaker received a call from an investigator stating that the medical examiner's office uh, changed their mind and did want to take custody of Phillips's body due to um, the evidence the funeral employees found. Mm -hmm. So according to Whitaker, the employees may have spotted some drug paraphernalia in the home. Okay. The officers had also received a tip that Cook had been bragging about how much money she was going to get out of Phillips's death. And quick note, that is another one of the YouTube videos. Uh, so it's literally, it, this person made it into a TikTok too, I think, but it's just a screenshot of a message she sent to someone, uh, where she states that she believed she was going to get $1.7 million out of the settlement. Uh, okay. I'm not trying to be cruel, but like, it doesn't, what's the best way to say it? If you're going to get like a life insurance. Yeah. No, I hear you, Jesus. I'll keep my mouth shut. Oh, (laughs) It's all right. Yeah. I have a hard time believing someone who like can't afford to live somewhere is going to have 1.75 in his estate. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Not saying like one person is more poor than the other. Or, like maybe you don't use your resources the same, but like if you didn't know how to turn heat on, you know, like I would just think. Yeah. From what if you had money yeah, sitting around, said. you'd be like going to a hotel, just living it up. You just got out of prison. Let's yeah. take the mm-hmm. night off. But who, I mean, who even knows? I mean, maybe he really did say that to her. So she thought it was true. Yeah. That's, yeah. Or maybe she's other... looking up other things on Google. Yeah. Another video you can look at on YouTube. Oh, Literally, it's like a long video of just scrolling, like what she was looking up, like before. Uh, Bobby Phillips' death and then after it. So I, I didn't go through the whole thing. You can kind of like look through as the guy's scrolling. This girl is incredible. She's like literally making a paper trail of what she did. Oh yeah. She's a phone trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Writing the book on Elec- what yeah. not to Electronic do. trail. Yes. Um, whoops. It's 2021. What am I saying? Paper trail. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's as close to a paper trail as you can get anymore. Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. Like I said, it was a wild ride. Um... So yes, uh, Whitaker, um, the funeral homeowner, had been in contact with Cook the entire weekend, like just seeing if she had like 
the documents or not. So then he texted her about the investigator's plans. She immediately called him back, um, upset and agitated over the decision, which was obviously like out of his hands. Like he did a courtesy to be like, this is, they're taking the body. Yeah. Here's who you can call now. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this was a very interesting like circumstance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The St. Louis City Medical Examiner's Office ultimately determined that the cause of death um, was accidental, quote, with underlying heart conditions being exacerbated by methamphetamines, end quote. That'll do it. Mm -hmm. Phillips's remains were sent then to Hoffman Funeral Home in Granite City, Illinois, where uh, he would be cremated. However, that wouldn't happen until two months later on March 14th. Whoa. Yeah, I don't okay. know why there was that big pause. Um, yeah. That's a little grody. Yeah, so I don't know if it had to do with, like, these changed documents and whatnot, and I'm documents sure missing, like, too. Just wait a second. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. can we do to postpone this? Because mm-hmm. some ain't right. Yeah. There's also probably a lot of, well, no, it was this year. <coughs> yeah. Sorry. Bless you. Allergy season made. Yes. It was not too long ago. Uh, Once he was cremated, Cook was able to claim his ashes, which was approved by an investigator from the St. Louis Medical Examiner's Office. Again, she did have those documents, so that doesn't, like, I don't know. That's the one thing that makes sense to me, because I'm like, you do have that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, again, this entire time, Cook is still living in that Airbnb and she's refusing to leave or pay, this time like claiming squatters' rights. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This bitch is messing around. Oh my God. (gasps) Be fine, so bum. This is the house I want to move from. You must answer my riddles three times to get me out of this house. Oh my god. <laughs> if only it was that whoa, whoa, easy. Whoa, you talked way yeah. too fast. Can you slow down? Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bow. <laughs> Looks away. Um. <laughs> By February, Jazz noted an increase in the number of people using the house that she obviously hadn't given permission to be there. She was constantly kicking people out, and one time she had witnessed hard drug use going on in the home. She had attempted to get Cook to leave uh, the place by shutting the power off, but that didn't work. (laughs) I know. Jazz had to make multiple calls to the police department before uh, they were finally able to evict Cook in March, four months after her stay (gasps) was originally supposed to end. Oh my god. That's wild. That is some serious squatting. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> the worst B&B experience. Yes. The worst B&B uh, renter. Can you if you're like, it's another Airbnb like next door? Just hearing all this? Yeah. That's, That's some go. good tea for your trip though. That is some but also tea. like, what up St. Louis? <laughs> mm-hmm. We do have nicer Airbnbs. We do. We sure do. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Jazz was not having it. <laughs> I bet. Elizabeth Cook was later arrested on August 11th in Macoupin County, Illinois, on unrelated charges of driving a stolen vehicle and yeah. possession of meth. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. Mm-hmm. The two things I would never have pegged her for. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Together. Together. <laughs> in a charge. Uh, she is being held on a $25,000 bond. 
St. Louis police are actively looking into Cook's relationship with Philip and the strange circumstances surrounding his death. So I will keep you guys updated as more information kind of comes out about the case. I mean, I don't even happens. know why she'd be concerned if she's about to inherit 1.7 right. million. This yeah. 25k is like nothing. Drop in the bucket. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. She'll be fine. She's yeah. already have it in the bank. And there's a whole bunch of, like I said, there's all those videos on YouTube. I didn't even make a dent in them. Um, but uh, I think they think she's been involved in a whole bunch of other crimes, obviously, like theft, drugs, maybe. It seemed like she texted uh, one person in her contacts about, like, you know, life insurance policies and what a particular person, like, life insurance policy was. Oh. So, like, maybe she has. Well, maybe this was her first time she tried it and didn't. Well, kind of worked. But didn't. <laughs> um, she got I don't know. She, yeah. she flew too close to the sun. So who knows? Maybe this wasn't her first attempt, which is a scary thought. But, yeah. It feels like her first attempt, if I'm yeah. being honest. It's pretty uh, sloppy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, case. I think yeah, I yeah. I'm scared. It's wild enough. No, no, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I'm actually just going to talk about the downsides of meditation. Oh, wow! Yes. I'm ready. So you have a part two, sort of, sort of. Um, so there are a lot of people that are concerned. A lot of um Christian people that are concerned <laughs> that anyone who wants to practice that faith should not be doing meditation or yoga at all if you're mm-hmm. a christian you shouldn't do this yes it is demonic you're opening yourself up to demonic activity and spirits oh no let me get this page pulled up because it is spicy wow <laughs> i'm Wait, ready really mm-hmm. they don't like us spiritualists Mm-mm. nope can you tell i've been this Oh my god! How is your phone even functioning? You're one. Ah, oh, you're one of those people. Barely. Do you keep them up? Mm. The entire. Oh, oh my yes. god! No, no, I get rid of them. Look, okay. I'm oh, I always right get now. rid of my tabs. <gasps> that stresses me out. I mean, I keep them up like until I'm done with Here the topic. But. Okay, so some pastors have been criticizing Christians who do practice yoga and things like that because oh, that's so sad. Whether <laughs> like because some. Christians were like, like fighting back. Like, um, yes, I do it, but I think about Jesus the whole time. Like, it's not a pagan thing. And these pastors are like, mm, go fuck yourself. Oh. Um, <laughs> even if you don't think it does, then it still does. Because when you participate in yoga, that is what it means. To say that positions of yoga are just exercises is tantamount to saying that water baptism is just aqua aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> Are you joking with me right now? Also, they want to point out like these meditation courses and yoga poses. These were not made up by like your yokel, your yokels, your local <laughs> your yokels down at the YMCA. They were made <laughs> as postures and thought processes to be offering yourself 300. Oh, wait, offering yourself to the 330 million Hindu gods. That's what they are. They are offering to the gods. And if you do these postures or these breathing techniques, this meditation, then you will be accepted by a God, but it's a little G. That's the real danger. And these are quotes from um, one CBN.com. So I, so maybe so theory here, Mm -hmm. I took yoga in college because I needed like six hours or whatever. I Mm -hmm. don't remember. And uh, I didn't really like it Mm -hmm. mostly because I don't have good wrist strength. Broken both, but <laughs> nothing happened. So does that mean there's already I'm already demonic? 
<laughs> well, there's another theory as well. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. So, tell me. I mean, I do like yoga a lot. So, oh, my. I'm, makes so much fucking sense. Karen. No wonder she's the glue. There's so many things helping her. Yeah. She's got like three. I'm braced right now. I'm ready. Tell me. People in her brain. Have you guys heard of close encounters of the fifth kind? Yeah. The movie? There is a documentary with Dr. Oh. Stephen Greer. I don't think so. Okay. So there's close encounters of the first kind. Yeah. Um, second, third, and all the movies. The fifth kind uh-huh. is whenever us human beings actually initiate contact with extraterrestrials. They think we do not through yoga? Not through yoga. Through meditation? Yes. Because some, like, think about how many sightings there have been on this planet of extraterrestrials or things we cannot explain, and they were not, like, captured or caught. They didn't, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's all these videos of them, like, being shot at by, like, our military, and they're just like, boop, boop, and they get out of our ozone or whatever. Uh-huh. How is that possible if they are so much more advanced than us? <laughs> is this your like version of mermaids? The mermaid story Morgan did? Absolutely not. Okay. Completely different. This is okay. factual. Shots fired. Whoa. 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 Just kidding. <laughs> my flipper right now i'm just not (laughs) get out of here can't believe it (laughs) aliens versus mermaids you're finn aaron you're a finn flipper i thought a flipper is for a seal and i'm so sorry wes we probably just blew out your eardrums yes it is it was very similar to morgan's mermaid theories because it's true because it could be true we don't know i'm still a little bit mad at you right now (laughs) you know that shit is real I'm writing a book about it in my head. I do know it's real. I know. Okay. So is it possible that not all crafts that come to Earth are physical? Instead, they could be trans-dimensional intergalactic star civilization people. I add the people at the end. I forgot to write that in the note. Beings. Uh-huh. Beings. Okay. So in, it's almost like... Um, because they're pointing out the closest star mm-hmm. system that would be... <laughs> that would be like inhabitable they think or like um from some of like the alien theories like people who've been here beings have been here they're from it's like two million or five million um light years away yeah so that is not that's too much time for anyone to travel from one place to the next like even okay. if you are an extraterrestrial surely they're not living forever that's crazy tell me more sarah tell me more <laughs> yes. about she's doing ancient aliens hand thing. <laughs> Some ancient astronaut <laughs> theorists believe. <laughs> so is it possible they are not coming here like in a physical, like some might, but there are also some races that could be here in like a metaphysical way. Okay. Because they could be operating on a dimension that we are not ready for yet. Like we're three-dimensional beings. They could be yes. four-dimensional beings. I'm following. So, How the fuck do you be a four-dimensional being? Let us meditate on it. Sarah. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm mad. Doctor right Stephen Greer has been um, doing these groups the last like 20 years, where they go out to these remote locations, and he has a list of things that we're going to go through. What you need to do to try and contact extraterrestrials. Let's do it right <laughs> now. No, no, because oh. we have to like you have to meditate like uh, the transcendental meditation for about 30 minutes before to get in the right headspace. Mm. But he talks about how like they're really good at pinpointing where you are. Like you can almost like huh. map them to you. Like look for uh, North America. Look for the Blue Ridge Mountains. Look for North Carolina. This is the city. Here's... So they've had success. He's had success. Hmm. If you do watch the video, there is quite a few pictures. I cannot explain. Oh, cool. And they okay. also have the videos of like. One orb turning into five, switching positions, coming back into one. Like things that would be very difficult if it was our actual physical thing that we know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sir, I'm not doing good. What? (laughs) I'm making us watch this. I made um, Andrew watch it again last night. And at the end, he's like, you don't have to say it. And I was like, say what? He's like, I know you're going to try to do this. And I was like, we will be in love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So here is the steps. Because he did ask a good question. If there are extraterrestrials coming to this earth, and let's say they're trying to deal with our military, and the military is like, we're big, strong Americans. We don't need you. Maybe we should be taking this into our own hands to let them know, like, some of us are mature enough, obviously, to <laughs> we can handle knowing there's other beings out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to walk you through his protocols that he has made with the help of extraterrestrials. Okay. <laughs> and Clavin was, like, asking you questions about this, too. Is that what she said? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the best. I feel like if I asked Zach questions, he would just be like. Oh, I'm sorry. I was being sarcastic. (laughs) And then like walk away. Oh, okay. Good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Acting like he's interested. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At least he nodded his head. I'm scared. I'm scared. Okay. I'm ready. Keep in mind, he made this by astral projecting himself into an ET spacecraft. And they had this conversation. That is what he claims. I'm ready. I cannot prove this myself. I can't. I cannot meditate for more than like five minutes. Oh yeah, I would not be able to. But would it not make sense why it'd be such a threat to religions maybe? If we're putting on our tinfoil caps for just mm-hmm. a momento. Like we were talking about, what were we talking about? Demons, God, little, little G. Little and now G. we're talking about aliens. What if aliens are the little G? Whoa. Because uh. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> the ancient alien um, episodes, they will talk about like, the, ooh, I can't remember what it's called, like the the Hindu religion books. Uh, they explain like this fight that would happen in the heavens and they could see all this happening. Yeah. And you know, the crazy hair guy is like, what if they were actually <laughs> ancient astronauts having a fight in the air and we didn't know what it was? Because I don't actually think ancient aliens would come here and give us stuff. I think they came here and were like, whoa, you guys are nuts. Mm-hmm. But is it possible they would have seen it and they realized if they got into this meditative state, they could have access to eat us. Mm-hmm. Not to eat us. I'm scared. Don't fall into that propaganda machine that America has been pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Literally in this, in this documentary, he was like, Hollywood has been pushing movies to make you scared of ETs. But if they were really that mean, they could have already killed us. So they can't be that mean. And that's when I was like, actually, point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the protocols. One, locate, designate an appropriate spot for your CE5. That's the shortened version. Close encounters of the kind, CE5, if you want to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you want to find a quiet and or remote spot in your home or outdoors. 
If outdoors, choose a remote spot, preferably away from the city lights and in full view of the night sky. A CE5 can happen during the day or at night, but nighttime is usually preferable um, because it's easier viewing for starships, flashbulbs, and other anomalies. Um, yeah, because the dark night sky is behind it and they usually light up, which is cool. Two, prepare yourself for meditation. Meditation is essential in this. At your designated spot, if in a group outdoors, place camp or lawn chairs in a circle facing each other. If at night, be sure to wear warm clothes and consider bringing a blanket or a poncho. Have a flashlight handy for convenience and safety. Oh. I know it sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but... just the poncho part of <laughs> Make sure you have a blanket or a poncho. <laughs> it's because whenever you're meditating in that state, you do want to be very comfortable. Like, that would be very distracting if you're like, this is fucking cold. Like, I want to go home, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I hear you, Andrew. Don't do it. <laughs> um, this is bonding. <laughs> Don't you feel it? <laughs> So they have had a lot of group sightings and there's some things maybe I'm just not technological enough to see like, oh, it's obviously who it seems like it could be something else. But it also explained if they aren't physically here, how they can move the way they move. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you'll see two bright lights and they'll merge into one, and like pop over. But if they were like transitioning from one dimension to the next or from different planes, yeah. it makes sense why they kind of like hop places and how they can make those abrupt turns. Okay. Um, step three, meditation, state intentions. So you have to, just like if you're cleansing a house, you have to state your intentions out loud or inwardly at the start of your meditation. And like I said, oh, I got it wrong. You need to meditate for at least 20 minutes before, not 30. Okay. Yes. You can use a guided meditation or meditate in silence. It's whatever works for you. Um, your thoughts should be centered on one thing and one is in bold. One thing only. One. Oh. Dance to one song and one song only. <laughs> um, such as your heart chakra, love, peace, and calm, joy, and happiness. Or cosmic expansion in consciousness. So your mood needs to be upbeat, happy, joyous, and peaceful. Because if ETs are real, they probably are not going to come to someone who's like, show yourself. Oh, that's a really good note for self. About ghosts, I probably yeah. should have. <laughs> I was like, hi, don't you want to meet me? <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah. Step four, focus on your heart center. Mentally project your peaceful intentions and invitation out into the cosmos. After your meditation, focus on the heart center. Mentally or telep- telepathically, project your intentions with friendship and love, such as asking the ETs to join you or meet yes. you halfway in an effort to help heal the planet. You could also help heal humanity or help with spiritual self-development, understanding universal peace, um, or even confirmation that they truly exist. It's whatever you want. But basically, they found that through this transcendental meditation, if you have a good number of people together doing it, there's enough energy that you're putting out there Mm -hmm. that the odds of seeing something are higher. Okay. Yes. Sarah, that makes me nervous. Oh, great. It's going to be more nervous. No. Um, step five, scan the skies for ET crafts or visual phenomenon. Be open to possible telepathic communication because it could happen. Um, like there's this one story of a man who had to work hearing aids his whole life. And he has this cute little sad story about, it's like, I always like avoided parties because I could never hear very well. He's like, and it just makes it uncomfortable. Like always asking what, or like missing out on the jokes. Yeah. And he's like, after everyone went to bed one night, like I 
walked out and I just saw this orb and it was communicating with me and someone else got pictures of this. And he's like, and the next morning I went to breakfast. Cause I like, it was this race that they know of like the healers. So <sighs> they like have different types of abilities. Yeah. And he no longer has to wear hearing aids. Apparently like oh he God. was sobbing the next morning at breakfast. He's like, I've never not had to put these in. Like it's, I know it sounds like such a small thing, but it's such a life changing event for me. That's wild. We could try to cure Wes. Whoa, that'd be cool. Cause he can't hear. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's help. Screeching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could cure my eyes. We could cure everything. I would love <laughs> to not wear contacts or glasses, but laser laser surgery scares me. So oh yeah, maybe that would uh, freak me out. As maybe well. ETs is the best way. My best chance here. Maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can nervous. repeat any of the above steps if you need to. Like if you don't get the desired outcome and you want to try it again, mm-hmm. there's no limit. Um, step six, write down or journal your experiences and debrief. This is of the utmost importance if you are holding a group CE5, again, close encounter of the first kind. Um, the debriefing is the final step. Um, he does point out that it's really important to do like a group debriefing, like everyone gets back together, like show the pictures you got, mm-hmm. what you felt, and see if like the general vibe is the same. But he was pointing out, if we can get even 1% of our population to do this, we could make contact with extraterrestrials and show them we are civilized enough to accept their help in fixing our world. But I was thinking, what if the Christian thing, like, you're not talking to little G gods. What if you're literally talking to, like, bad extraterrestrials? Because there has to be bad ones as well. That's what I'm scared of. If there's good hmm, ones, it's got to be yeah. bad, right? Spectrum. Maybe the good's been protecting us this whole time. Yeah, maybe good. Ooh, yeah. Maybe our good is our capital G God. Who knows? Oh, God, I'm not saying God's an alien on the podcast. (laughs) Um, I don't know. But watch Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It's on Amazon Prime. Ooh. (laughs) Very, it's like a two-hour documentary. But I think I'm ready. I want to do this. It's in chunks. (laughs) Call me after. I'm ready. I'm not watching it alone. That's why I wanted to do meditation in the first place. I watched it and I was like, oh, we got yeah. learn. I'm fucking scared. Isn't that crazy? Oh, no. But he was pointing out um, they've done a lot of studies with consciousness. Like, they've been trying to figure out, like, where does consciousness actually happen in your brain? Like, they, they know it's, it's in your noggin. Yeah. They don't know, like, what cortex it's in. They don't know, like, what makes what kind of thoughts. Yeah. Um, we're still trying to figure that out. But they have these lights now. That you can, like, think of a color, and that color changes in the light. Well, I want whoa, that. Yes. that's cool. There was a video of Dr. Greer doing it, and he's like, whoa, I didn't even just think orange. I thought of a sunset, and that is the color it gave me. <gasps> oh. And they have done a bunch of um, random number generators and stuff. Like, they did this. Imagine a square room, and it's in grids, mm-hmm. and there's a light in the middle, and there's an equal chance of it shining on each part of the room. Yeah. Okay? Well, if they put a plant in there... They found the light would more often than not shine on the plant. It should have been random. Yeah. But like they think maybe even like plants have a sort of consciousness. Like Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes. Kind of like it goes back to meditation of like to be is to be blissful. Like we are all one person. Yeah. We not to sound like I am you and you are me and we are all together. That's kind of what he's preaching. I don't know if I want my plants to have consciousnesses because no, I just start eating more. I kill of them. a lot of them. <laughs> they have some. That's probably why we're not going to New Orleans. The plants are like fuck you, Sarah. Hey, I'm pulling double for off. both of you guys. What the fuck? Thank yeah. you, Morgan. Yeah. My one plant has like nine babies right now. 
Wow. Dude, I did have a dream one time that the aliens came and I they were like, we won't destroy your planet if you come with us. So maybe, mm. like, I don't know. Maybe that was, like, their telepathy. Maybe you were meditating in your sleep. True. To be fair, the dream was really scary in the beginning, and then, <laughs> and then uh, I ended up at my mom's house, and so, but she had a huge pool on her driveway, and <laughs> all the aliens were coming. <laughs> but who like, needs cars there? Yeah, you can have a pool. There. All the aliens kept coming, and somebody like pushed one into the water, and that uh, made more. It was like a gremlin. Um, <laughs> this may have actually been a dream. Like, <laughs> they multiply. And then, like, because they got pushed in the water, they got mad at us. They were mad, but then they were mad, mad. Oh. The first part of the dream was very scary, though. <laughs> like, really scary. Maybe I'll write into you about this sometime. Okay. It, Please it, do. It kind of fucked me up. <laughs> yes, that is, um, that's a very high level of Dr. Stephen Greer and, like, his studies, but... The studies on consciousness are very interesting. Look alive. I'll probably be bringing one to you this year. Okay. Um, just because I never even thought about it. I think it's called like the School of Gnostic Studies or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. What do you guys think? I mean, do I was pretty quiet for, for the whole time for a reason besides saying I'm scared. So I was really wild. Just, by the way. Please don't think I'm actually trying to convert people to think <laughs> like It just, you could mistake it for something and think it's something else. Mistake what? Like the voices you hear or something. Oh, yeah. Like if you're really wanting it to be something and then you say you hear something, so yeah. maybe you didn't. I think your 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 theory interferes with my theory. What's your theory? Ghosts. Do you think they both exist? I think if one of them exists, they both could exist. Yeah. Because if you're thinking Open about the consciousness and energies, that, that would actually make a lot of sense. That's why I think ghosts are real. I don't think it's in like honestly why I believe in an afterlife. Because like... I've always said this, and I know it sounds cheesy, but energy is neither created nor destroyed, so it's got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. What happens? We're a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on, like, the, like, hippie side of it, we're, like, we all are a vibe, you know? Yeah. What mm-hmm. happens? What happens? You let yeah. us know. Right into Sinister... Something like <laughs> that! He knew we were after something! He knew we were done! Episode. You wanted to say good are you an right. ET? Oh my god, he's yeah. on your neck! <laughs> he won't leave you alone. <laughs> Come here, buddy. Yeah. Got him. Sarah, <laughs> should I kill him? He's, no. he's just in my hand. He's lived this long. And remember what we just said? I am you, you are me. We are all together. <laughs> Goodbye, good night. I could have squashed him. I had him, but I was very gentle. Sorry. That's what the ETs are looking for. Gentleness and the calm. The only thing I will kill is a scooter. Actually, I make Wes do it. Thank yes. you. I do have my bug grabber, so I will try to use that more often. But I'm trying to think. He also explained the study they did because he was a medical doctor in the ER before he got into like government stuff <laughs> and like ETs, which I could see the allure, very allure. Um, and if like one percent, this is where they got the one percent. Like if one percent of the population would go into a city and do this positive like transcendental meditation, they would see like ER visits go down arrest records for that time go down mm-hmm. like it just takes a little bit of percentage of people to like be the change in the world yeah well, well yeah there'd be less er business because they're all meditating at the moment sounds peaceful doesn't it, <laughs> it does <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh my God. if we had you sweating um please go to zero sweat.com use mm-hmm. the code sinister at checkout do it before you meditate because you want to be very comfortable mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. sweaty not sweaty at all 
Um, I'm going to meditate and ask the aliens to let me see a mermaid. I bet you they're real. I'm just scared they don't look nice. I don't even care. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, honestly, like, if you look up, like, scientifically what a mermaid would look like, it is a manatee, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I looked up, um, like, amphibious humanoids or something. Oh, yeah, that shit's fucked up. It's scary looking. Mm-hmm. They w- They did say, like, there'd be no use for hair, so they wouldn't have hair. Which is a bummer. Uh-huh. Which is a bummer. Like, come on, Ariel, those bangs? Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, scientifically, but, like, what if they have some type of weird shit in their genes that, like, they just grow hair because they can? Mm-hmm. They don't know. I think we need mermaids part two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what it sounds like. We don't know? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Yeah. No, but yeah. Um, I'm kind of freaked out right now, so. Yeah. No, um, maybe I won't meditate tonight. I don't know. <laughs> you should be happy we didn't do an all-day thing, because I was going to try and be like, and let's go. Oh, one other thing he does say is do not um, drink or use any, like, illicit substances whenever you are trying to contact an extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. One, it may cause flaws in your meditation, and two, it would really hurt the accountability or whatever, if, like, when you go to report what you found. Yeah, that's true. If they're like, Oh, you, you were tripping balls. Yeah. yeah. No wonder you saw something. Yeah. That's true. That's so fair. if you are trying to take any of this advice, um, just say no. Kids. Don't go <laughs> don't go smoke a doobie and then try to contact the aliens, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Doobies in the 1960s. <laughs> I love the term doobie. Thank you. I like that word. <sighs> Sorry, this lady that tested positive for drugs once for my last job. She was like, oh man, I just like to smoke a doobie every <laughs> And I was like, um okay she's like, is this gonna hurt me from getting a job and i was like probably, probably. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, sorry oh. you seem really nice she tried to be such a champ about it she yeah. probably was super Dang. nice man she's chill as fuck <laughs> she was <laughs> she sounded very relaxed <laughs> wow that is hilarious yeah so write in if you think this is completely absurd or if you're like sarah tell me more because yeah. i will <laughs> <laughs> You can reach us at SinisterSunrisePodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on any social media platform. Well, yeah. There's three main ones. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just stab at it. You'll find us. Sinister Sunrise Podcast or TikTok, which is Sinister underscore podcast underscore. Wait, oh, <laughs> oh no. Word. Yeah. Sinister, sinister underscore sunrise. There it is. Sunrise <laughs> underscore extraterrestrials no podcast <laughs> at tiktok wow yeah, yeah. i've been I, waiting all day to talk about i'm ETs, so guys. sorry yeah i <laughs> i'll get i'll get yeah if you want more ets you should leave us a rating and review on apple Podcasts. Yes. let sarah know if sarah any of these tips and tricks one. worked yeah Tell us if you contact any extraterrestrials. Or if y'all want to get together and try it. Ah. We could have a sinister session. But I will have to practice because right now I cannot meditate longer than like four minutes. So give me a couple months. I don't know if I'll ever be able to. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine like we all go out camping. It's like a really pretty. Can you go to my grandma's house and feel safe there? Sure. She lives in the middle of nowhere. Oh, then absolutely. We can make a little TikTok tutorial. We can have some (gasps) s'mores. And then we can <laughs> just really settle in for the night, get some blankets. It's going to be a crisp fall evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll post some pictures. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I'm oh. ready. All right, pals. Well, this was uh, episode 84. And uh, tune in next week for another one 
coming at you. 85. Yeah. I think we yeah. have one more individual yep. topic, yeah. and then we'll do a group one, which is wild. Mm-hmm. I think we just did yeah, a group. Yeah, it does We're living feel like it. Shut up. Sarah, <laughs> saying shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are not. Oh. Anyway, people, stay sinister. Bye. Bye.